What's up, y'all? I got a dance deal for you, Chicago. Hubbard Street Dance heats up the Harris Theater stage with its spring series of joy next week. Now, this is some of the most dynamic, cutting-edge contemporary dance made by the world's leading choreographers right here in Chicago. I'm excited for Echoes of Our Ancestors by Maria Torres, among other creators. But you can only catch it for three performances between May 17th and May 19th. Luckily, CityCast Chicago listeners can get tickets in any section for 20% off using code CityCast online or over the phone. Visit HubbardStreetDance.com for details and use code CityCast. Today on CityCast Chicago, we're starting our summer entertainment guide where every week this month, we're basically giving you recommendations for how to do summertime shot with some style. This week, we're kicking it off with our guide to pride. Because it's way more than just the parade in a couple weeks. Block Club Chicago's Jake Wittich put together a whole calendar full of brunches, festivals, dance parties, and more. He's here to talk about some of his favorite events. It's Thursday, June 8th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is What Chicago's Talking About. Jake has worked damn hard. Let me make that clear. Damn hard to put together this amazing Block Club Chicago Pride Month calendar. Jake, welcome back to CityCast. Yeah, it's so good to be here. Happy Pride. Now, I am happy to see you here and happy Pride. Before we get into your recommendations, it feels like Pride really isn't just relegated to one neighborhood, one parade, or one day. It's really happening the whole month of June throughout Chicago. How have Pride celebrations grown, especially in the last few years as we've reemerged? Yeah, I mean, like you said, we're reemerging from the pandemic. So I think in-person events are huge right now. Everyone wants to get back out there, celebrate. We've missed out on a few years. Um, so last year was the first parade back since the pandemic. So now I think things are really picking up steam again. You personally, I know you're doing a lot of this for work, but for yourself as well, how excited are for you for all of these different events that are just populating the rest of the month? I am so excited. So like you said, I organized a calendar of Pride Month events and there's almost an event for every day of Pride Month that we know of. Obviously, there's probably some happening we don't have that reach out. I'll include them. But there's a ton of events everywhere. And I just think it's so exciting. I wish I had the time to go to all of them because there's some really cool hidden gems in there. Beautiful. Let, let's talk about some of these events, but let's let's start here. Lots of kids are out of school this week. What are some of the best Pride events for kids and families? Yeah, I'm so excited you asked this because this year, um, the producers of Slow Mo, which is a queer party group, um, they're partnering with Kiddo, which is a children's boutique in the South Loop that focuses on inclusivity. And they're putting together at the Salt Shed, it's called the Queer Fam Pride Jam. And Block Club is actually a co-sponsor of it. So I'm a little biased there, but it sounds really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, there's going to be a whole day's worth of activities on June 17th at the Salt Shed Fairgrounds. Um, there's going to be makeup, drag makeovers for kids. Um, a legendary house music choreographer is giving dance lessons, um, costuming, all kinds of things. And then at the end of the day, it's going to culminate in this big slow-mo dance party that's for all ages. Hey, shout out to Kiwa. Shout out to Kristen. I love them so much. Glad they're able to do this. Jake, I think this is such an important category because how does it feel to just see more events that bring young people in to make them feel good, to make them feel supported in this way? 
Yeah, I think it's so important right now to be highlighting queer families, um, especially ones with young kids, because there's this narrative that people who have anti-LGBTQ sentiments are trying to spin that Mm -hmm. um, having this identity is harmful to children in some way. And it's not like just look at the stats, look at the facts. It's just not. Um, So I think that showing that queer families are loving, they're healthy, they are very normal as well, but also very um, dynamic. Um, I just think it's so important to highlight that right now. What is normal? Normal is boring. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I mean. I just mean like there's mundane things. We go grocery shopping. We watch movies. Yeah. (laughs) That's a great event. Again, it's going to be at Saw Share. We're going to drop a list of a lot of these events in the show notes as well. Uh, A lot of people probably recognize North Halstead as an LGBTQ neighborhood, but Pride is happening all over the city. What are some events outside of the neighborhood that folks can check out? Yeah, there's a really um, good one. It's in its fifth year. It's called Pride Southside, and it's happening July 1st. So, you know, Pride is not over. It's a year-round thing. We can celebrate in July, and we can celebrate on the South Side. So that's happening at the DeSable Museum. Mm-hmm. There's a whole weekend of events around the festival. You can check them out on the Pride South Side website. There's Small World Collective. They organize parties that are really fun that center queer Black people. They're doing a pre-party celebration Friday, June 30th. Um, throughout the weekend, there's going to be a Black Light Rave, a Black Party, a White Party, and some film screenings. So, And those are happening all over the South Side. So I would say check out Pride South Side for events that aren't so centered on the North Side. Yeah, what's beautiful is seeing some events that have been around a little bit longer. You got your ninth annual Black Party, sort of everything merging together under this banner. How important have you seen in just your coverage uh, more events just taking place across the city? And even if they've already been going on, just seeing them get more coverage in parts of the city where, for example, the, you know, the Pride Parade isn't happening. Yeah, like you said, some of these events, like Pride Southside, it's in its fifth year, but it's growing every year, and it just shows there's such a need for that. In the whole history of Boys Town, there's been issues with inclusivity there um, in recent years. Around 2019, there was a bar that tried to ban rap music. There's been instances like that. Um, There was a whole controversy last year, not North Halstead, but Touche the Leather Bar um, had a racist puppet performance there. So there's been a lot of conversation about how do we make this community more inclusive for other people. And I think that by throwing parties during Pride Month that center um, identities within the LGBTQ community is a great way to uplift those populations, celebrate them, listen to them, and let them lead. One of the things that I saw is pretty cool when you look into some of the events that people are already familiar with. Like, for example, the the Puerto Rican festival that takes place in Humboldt Park every single year. That parade has been going on for 45 years. I went out there last year and you also see people sort of merging cultural events like the, the festival with Pride Month as well. So you'll see a Puerto Rican LGBTQ flag merged together. Yeah, it's awesome. And to talk about the Puerto Rican parade, like there is a pageant every year. And the winner of the pageant is usually a trans woman, and she leads the parade. So my coworker, Mina Bloom, she's working on a story about that, which should be out hopefully any day now. Beautiful. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patients' smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. 
I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. Some people listening are probably thinking to themselves, shy pride, I I've been there, I've done that before, but... You know, you also put out some some secret hits or lesser known spots you want people to be uh, hip to as well. Yes, um, there's a one really cool one on June 10th, um, Lighthouse Foundation, which is a nonprofit. It's a queer black led nonprofit that advocates for racial justice, um, primarily within the LGBTQ community. They do a lot of work to make sure other nonprofits are equitable to their black employees and leadership. Um, they are holding their annual Pride Skate Party on June 10th. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, everyone loves skating. They're a great community. And that's happening at the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Roller Skating and Bowling Center. So we've got another South side event. Um, and then another cool event that's happening is this queer elder history panel at Dorothy, which is a lesbian bar in Ukrainian village. And it's hosted by the Gerber Library and Archives, which is the largest collection of LGBTQ titles and just archival stuff. It's really cool if you ever had the chance to check it out. Um, largest one in the Midwest. Um, so this panel, it's going to feature queer elders from the LGBTQ plus international dialogue project. It's an initiative that brings together queer elders and younger, like college age LGBTQ plus people, and they create art, build community. They go on field trips to the Gerber Hart Library and Archives, to various art galleries, and it just they learn so much from each other. There's this dialogue, and I'm so excited to see that take stage at Dorothy. What do you think is one of the benefits of bringing members from the LGBTQ community together across generations? We've talked so much in terms of across neighborhoods, across race and, uh, and, and even things like uh, income level. But how important is that to also bridge this gap uh, of age? It is so vital. I'm so glad you asked this because number one, um, elderly people in general face isolation and loneliness, and that can be really compounded in the LGBTQ community. So one, people want to feel connected, especially as we age. So they deserve that. Um, and then two, they paved the way so that we can have our queer families today. We can have these celebrations. Um, they fought so hard to obtain the rights we have today um, to protect the community during the HIV and AIDS crisis. And as right now, we're seeing a lot of this progress be rolled back across the country. Yeah. We've got, I think as of last week, over 500 anti-LGBTQ bills proposed in the United States. Hate crimes are on the rise. There, a lot of this progress, people are threatening to roll it back, and we really need to go back to that playbook that got us to where we are today. So we have things we can learn from them. Do you think at least in your experience as you're going to these events do you think that that message is being made even clearer right now that the rise in anti-queer legislation anti-trans legislation that's like sweeping this country i mean is extremely terrifying and so to have a time when you are trying to celebrate bring people together smile emerge into the summer how do you feel organizations and events are also bringing that message in 
Yeah, I mean, it's I'm I was talking to John Hansen from Block Club's podcast. It's all good. And I really agreed with what he said that every pride kind of has its own feel. Like I remember after the Pulse nightclub shooting, which was the first um, pride I got to cover as a journalist. Um, there were a lot of tributes to the primarily brown people who were killed in that mass shooting, um, Latinx people. And I remember the pride parade it led with images of everyone who was murdered and it was very emotional and raw um last year although we were re-emerging from the pandemic it was the first parade again um it also coincided with the rollback of roe versus wade so that was this dark cloud above of that as people feared maybe it could have lead to a rollback of LGBTQ rights. And I think this year is really a continuation of that. Um, organizations definitely want to keep partying. It's important to show that we can be joyful and have this space to celebrate ourselves in the face of such hate. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need joy so that we can continue to do the work. Yeah. And for people who might uh, not be familiar, the Pulse nightclub shooting took place uh, June 12th of 2016. Can't believe it's already been seven years um, where I believe uh, over 50 people uh, were shot and killed during that night. Um, yeah. Man, I really just looked at that date and I was just like, damn, seven years. It's It's been a long seven years. And what's sad is we've had another mass shooting at Club Q in Colorado, um, mm-hmm. which is another queer bar. So it's just like things aren't maybe changing fast enough is what a lot of people feel. And um, there's definitely a push to organize not just locally, but nationally against these issues. We talked about, you know, people who've been there, done that before. But on the flip side, we might also have some pride newbies out here. What do they have to, to check out this year? Yeah, I have some advice for that. Yeah, because like some of our events can be really, really big. So maybe for a newbie, it can be overwhelming. Maybe it's not. If you want to go all in, do it. <laughs> have fun, you know, <laughs> drink lots of water and be responsible. Um, but in terms of newbies, if you want to go to a Pride Festival, I'd recommend Andersonville's Midsummer Fest, which is happening this weekend. Um, I'd say it's a little more family focused than maybe the Pride Festival in North Halstead, which is also a lot of fun. Um, but this weekend at the Midsummer Fest in Andersonville, they've got a whole Pride stage. Um, and it's featuring mostly trans and gender nonconforming performers and artists, which is cool. Um, Lucy Stuhl, who is a drag queen and leader in this community, is organizing a whole stage called Drag is Not a Crime, Night of Joy. And it's just a family-friendly celebration of trans and gender nonconforming people, drag, especially in light of all this, these drag bands they're trying to implement across the country. Uh, so there's going to be face painting, manicures, a drag show, and a dance party. So I think that's a fun um event for newbies to kind of dip your toes in and then as the month picks up maybe hit up some of the bigger festivals midsummer fest is huge but yeah (laughs) when we say family friendly does that just mean they have activities specific to kids or does that mean like people won't be drinking and shaking ass as much um activities for kids i mean there's going to be people drinking and dancing everywhere as we should be all pride (laughs) yeah yeah exactly exactly that's what i figured i just wanted to make sure i was like yeah you know does that just mean it'll be some face paint or should people if they're looking for ass shaking go somewhere else but now you was like it's everything but that everybody can come the ass shakers the face painters all in one place yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) i mean and then for newbies like um if you plan on going to the parade i you know it's a long route it starts all the way up in uptown at broadway and montrose it winds down broadway halstead a few other streets it ends around diversity um near lincoln park so if you're not looking to be central in all the action i would recommend 
going to the northern end of the parade, like uptown or the southern end of the parade towards the bottom of Lakeview. There's going to be less people there, a little less rowdiness. Um, but if you want to be in the center of the action, I would say go to Halstead and Roscoe Street. That's where most of it's at. Beautiful. I also got to ask you about pride etiquette, especially for straight cis newcomers. What are some things people should should be paying attention to? Yeah, I mean, remember you're a guest in this space. Like, respect people. Um, don't just touch people. Consent is mandatory in these spaces. Um, although some people may be showing off their bodies because um, they're proud of them, it's not an invitation to touch. Um, so I'd say that's huge. Drag queens. Um, tip them if you can. Uh, They put a lot of money into their work and just be respectful again. That's really it. Just common sense stuff. Yeah. Uh, I remember one friend telling me like, just because it is pride month, because there's so much focus on queer friendly events, do not show up to these spaces uh, sort of as a voyeur to just like watch people in, in a way that that feels uncomfortable and overwhelming for people, right? This this isn't your time to just sort of come and ogle people, you know, participate, be in the action, have fun. That's so true. Come dance with us. Like, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, but, ch- but check yourself at the door. Yeah, remember, like, you're not the main character. That's all. Exactly. That that was the energy I was looking for. That was the energy I'm looking for. You've put together this wonderful calendar for Block Club. But who are some of the reporters, influencers, organizations that folks should follow for LGBTQ plus news and events here in the city? Yeah, well, at Block Club, we just launched a new resource. It's really cool. It's called Proud City, and it is a hub for LGBTQ news. We do a lot of it year round. We're obviously going all out for Pride Pride Month, but it's going to outlive June. So um, if you go there, we've got our Pride calendar. We have a list of nonprofits serving the community. We have... Um, an LGBTQ-owned business guide with, I think, almost 80 businesses mapped out on it now, which is really cool. Um, if you're planning on doing any shopping for Pride merchandise, whether it's clothing, decorations, flags, whatever, and I'm sure those businesses owned by queer people are selling queer merchandise. So check out Proud City. There's a link on our homepage. The Summer Entertainment Guide from City Cash Chicago will continue over the next few weeks. Tap in with us every Thursday throughout June to find cool things to do in Chicago. Again, starting today uh, with our Pride Month breakdown with the one and only Jake Wittish from Block Club Chicago. Jake, it is always a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Governor J.B. Pritzker has signed a $50 billion state budget, which includes increased spending for early childhood education, the Department of Children and Family Services, and arriving asylum seekers. To learn more, make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter, Hey Chicago, at chicago.citycast.fm. Tonight in Pilsen, you can attend the Black and Brown Unity Cookout and Concert at Healthy Hood. Today marks the 40th anniversary of the killing of Chicago activist and politician Rudy Lozano, who worked closely with the city's first black mayor, Harold Washington. Applications for One Summer Chicago, the city's summer jobs and career exploration program, are set to close tomorrow. Chicagoans aged 14 to 24 are eligible to apply. And some good news. Chicago's Blues Festival begins today at Millennium Park and runs through the weekend. You can check out live music from three stages, a documentary screening, and make sure you stop by the barbecue pit. As always, I appreciate you for listening. We're back tomorrow breaking down some key stories from the week. We'll talk to you then. Peace. 
We're gonna try that again, but with a little water. A little water. <laughs>